Welcome to Disability Dilemmas, a podcast focused on uncovering the truth behind adversity that physically disabled people face all over the world. I'm your host, Olivia Hayes, and today, Gabby Nichols is joining us to discuss disabilities in the workplace. First, it's important to understand that disabled people are not a small group of people. They make up about 15% of the world's population, and it's even higher than that in developing countries. One thing that is heartbreaking is that physically disabled people should have the same opportunities as able-bodied people, but they don't. From the day they are born, they are already treated differently. They experience a lot of socioeconomic adversity because they receive a lesser or lower quality education. They have higher poverty rates, and most significantly, they have a much lower employment rate than people without physical disabilities. So why then do you think physically disabled people don't get hired for more jobs? Maybe because they're not as capable of doing things like an able-bodied person, and they would have more restrictions on what they can do. All of your reasons are what most employers also think, but this is actually not true. There's evidence that proves that hiring them is good for companies' business because of their reliability and pride in their work. For a long time, employers thought that hiring a disabled person would decrease their profit and return because of the supposed decrease in productivity. However, a recent study showed that hiring physically disabled people was actually good for business. The result of the study showed that revenue increased by 28%, net income increased by 200%, and profit margins increased by 30%. If that's not enough for you to be convinced, companies that made an effort towards disability inclusion became four times as likely to profit from higher total shareholder returns. Now I want to talk about why disabled people actually might make better employees than normal people. Why do you think this is? They're more likely to take pride in their work because they feel lucky to have the opportunity. The reason is that normal people take advantage of opportunities that are handed to them. They think they deserve everything and they have never had to prove their quality of work before. People that are disabled have never experienced this type of silver spoon mentality, so when they are hired in the workforce, they don't take it for granted. It has been proven that disabled people with jobs miss fewer days of work than able-bodied people with jobs. Now that I have shown you what physically disabled people actually make better employees than able-bodied people, I want to explain why companies are reluctant to hire disabled people. The bottom line is that they think it will be a hassle to make certain accommodations for the disability. This is simply ignorance. There is actually evidence that shows that these accommodations are extremely easy to implement. The U.S. Department of Labor's Job Accommodations Network's annual report proved that most of the changes cost nothing to implement. These are things like schedule flexibility, dress code flexibility, and standing versus sitting flexibility during the workday. Now, of course there are things that do cost money, but even these requests did not cost that much. The cost averaged about $500, and employers actually found that providing these accommodations resulted in employee retainment, improvement in productivity and morale, reduction in workers' comp and training costs, and improvement in company diversity. Now, I don't want to leave you feeling like people with physical disabilities have absolutely no jobs, because that's not true at all. The good thing about our society's progressive mindset is that once all this new information and studies come out, people make it their business to get involved and make a change. In an initiative to hire disabled people and be more inclusive, certain companies have discovered a successful way to do this. Over 140 big companies like BB&T and PepsiCo participated in something called the Disability Quality Index, which is an annual report that objectively rates companies' disability policies and practices. 
Using this, they created a five-step way to help integrate and accept people with physical disabilities into their company. In short, they hire disabled people, make efforts to encourage their advancement in the workplace, provide accessible tools and technology, generate awareness through recruitment efforts, and lastly, they create empowering environments through mentoring and coaching initiatives. Clearly, this process has been well thought out and is extremely effective. If big companies like CVS Health can refocus their ideals of hiring people on character traits like loyalty and creativity, and Microsoft can create a disability hiring program for people with autism, then other companies can make these efforts too. It is really not that hard to help disabled people gain rights in the workplace and have the same opportunities as able-bodied people. Anyway, that's all the time we have for now. Thank you so much for joining me today, Gabby. I hope you learned a lot about disability in the workplace and the ways that some companies have made efforts to change that. Thanks for listening. I hope you tune in next time to Disability Dilemmas.